Hey, what is up? Welcome to this featured Friday episode of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brian Lofermento. This is gonna be a fun and lighthearted episode, completely different from my other featured Friday episodes. I'm just gonna go through 10 of the worst pieces of business advice that I've ever received. Hopefully, you've heard at least one or two of these and we can throw them out the window in today's episode. I'm excited about this one. Let's dive in. episode saying you might be thinking to yourself Brian why are we going to talk about bad business advice that you've received and I'm going to tell you it's because chances are you have received at least a few of these pieces of so-called advice at various points in the past and I do want to talk about them because like I've said this before on the podcast Featured Friday episodes for me, in my eyes, when I don't have featured guests on, by the way, a lot of times these Featured Friday episodes for me are intended to talk about the things that we don't necessarily talk about as entrepreneurs as much as we should. And bad advice is one of those because this is an essential and common part of the entrepreneurial journey. So that's why we're talking about it. I've got 10 bad pieces of advice for you in no particular order, and we're gonna dispel them. So we're gonna start off with Myth number one, or bad advice. I'm not even going to call them myths. Bad advice number one, create a business plan. Create a business plan. Everybody tells me, hey, you got to have a business plan. Let me see your business plan. And everyone acts. It's kind of like the other day I saw a funny meme on Facebook where it said, when I was a kid, I thought stop, drop, and roll was going to be a much bigger part of my adult life than it was. And the same is true for business plans in the world of entrepreneurship, where I always thought business plans would be a bigger thing. It seemed in college and in high school business classes that every bank is going to ask you to see your business plan. Every potential customer or client is going to ask you to see your business plan. Now, nobody cares about your plan. And in fact, I'm going to bring up my favorite Mike Tyson quote of all time, where he said, Everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. And that's what happens to us as entrepreneurs is we get punched in the face and whatever business plan you think you put together, it's not gonna happen. Things are gonna be different when you actually jump into the world, when you get real life customer feedback, when you get real life sales, when you get real life experience. So forget the business plan. You don't need to create a business plan. Worst advice number two. I don't know why I just keep wanting to say myth number two, but worst advice number two, that market is already saturated. I have heard this my entire entrepreneurial life with every business I've ever launched, with my first book, with this podcast, with every business I've ever been involved in. People always say, ah, doesn't that thing already exist? It doesn't matter, quite simply. Imagine if somebody said that to the guy who, you know, McDonald's is in its heyday and some dude somewhere says, I wanna start a McDonald's competitor. It's gonna be called Burger King or it's gonna be called Wendy's or it's gonna be called Five Guys. And everyone said, yeah, dude, that already exists. Of course, and so what? Nobody has ever done things the way that only you can do things. It's horrible advice said from people who aren't running things, who aren't launching things, who aren't getting customers and clients. Don't listen to that terrible, terrible advice. Horrible advice number three, 
Yeah, you gotta get your presence established on every platform. I somewhat blame Gary Vee for this advice because Gary Vee seems to be, actually no, he doesn't seem to be. Gary Vee is everywhere. He's on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, I don't even know what other platforms are out there these days, but Gary Vee is on them. He's probably on platforms you and I have never heard of, and he preaches to you to also do the same thing when you're starting your business. The reality is he has a team doing those things. You do not, and also the good news is you don't have to be on all those platforms. In fact, you really only need to crush it on one platform, and it doesn't have to be a social media platform. You could just decide, I'm gonna crush it with my email list, and that's all you need to grow a multiple six-figure or even seven-figure business. Terrible advice. It's going to distract you. In fact, I personally think it looks worse when a business has all these accounts on Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook, and they don't even update them. So if you're not going to use it, you might as well not have a platform on it. That's my take on that. Horrible advice number four. Follow your passions. They tell you if you're passionate about kayaking, start a business having to do with kayaking. If you're passionate about soccer, start a business having to do with soccer. If you're passionate about web design, start a business having to do with web design. Now, that may be right for you, for sure. I mean, my first business did start out of one of my passions, but none of my businesses thereafter. I wasn't passionate about podcasting. Do you want to know how I got into podcasting, which here we are over 400 episodes later? It's because rather than following my passions, which are things like tennis, soccer, bike riding, walking, traveling, hanging out with my niece and nephew, hanging out with friends and family. Those are my passions. I love doing those things, going to stand-up comedy shows. I could tell you a bunch of my passions, but instead what I've done throughout my entrepreneurial career, and it's always served me really well, is I just ask myself, constantly ask myself, who the heck do I want to be spending my nine to five time with? And for me, I love serving you, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs all over the world. I think there's something so special about the entrepreneurial spirit, the entrepreneurial hustle, the entrepreneurial dreams. I love that energy. So I said, I want to work with those people. I want to help those people. So podcasting was not a passion of mine, but guess what happens when you serve people that you care about, that you want to be working with? For me, it led me to podcasting. I said, you know what? If I wanna serve these people, they love podcasts, let me start a podcast. And guess what? Now I am super passionate about it. I love being behind a microphone. So I think your passions come when you do something that brings That brings joy and fulfillment to your life. You'll find new passions. You're not a a one-faceted person. You're going to develop new passions when you're moving in the direction of working and serving people that you care about. So that's the way that I squash that terrible advice. Terrible advice number five. I've got some real beef with this advice. I think it's actually really, really one of the worst pieces of advice on this list, and that is ask people for advice. And when I say that, I don't mean people who have done it before. I don't mean people who are a few steps ahead of you. That's good advice to ask for. But the people who tell you like, yeah, 
post your potential logos or potential business cards on your Facebook and ask your friends for advice. Don't ask them for advice. They've never grown a business before. They are not your ideal customers. Who cares what they think? If you ask for criticism, you will get it. And so often that knocks newer entrepreneurs back because their friends who aren't entrepreneurs and who don't know what a successful business looks like will give them criticism. Why? Because they asked for it. So don't ask people for advice unless they are your mentors, they're people who you look up to because they've already experienced the success and the types of things that you wanna do, or if they're your paying customers. If they're your paying customers, then yeah, for sure, listen to them because obviously you wanna serve them. But if it's just random people, who cares about their advice? Stop asking them, and in fact, every single time you ask for advice, one, not only will you get criticism, ask for criticism, you'll get it, but two, they're not gonna respect you as much because CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs are decisive. They enter the marketplace with confidence and every single time you post on your Facebook, hey, which of these logos do you like better? You are deferring your decisiveness to the crowd of people who are not entrepreneurs in and of themselves. So you're basically admitting with that action, hey, you guys know better than I do. What should I do here? No, step up, own it, be the CEO of your business, be the CEO of your life, you make those decisions, and of course, you'll learn along the way. Terrible advice number six, dress for the job you want, not the one you have. And I'm throwing some shade on this one because this was something big in college. College definitely preached. I went to a pretty uptight business school outside of Boston, Massachusetts, and we always were dressing up in shirts and ties. And gosh, there's so many silly videos of me on the internet when I was first starting my entrepreneurial journey, wearing oversized shirts and ties as a 19 year old because I wanted to, you know, look like a CEO, I wanted to look like an authority. The truth is, it wasn't me. <laughs> really, the important thing, the good advice here is be you, be unequivocally you, because that's what people are gonna remember. Nobody walked out of meeting with me as a 19 or 20 year old entrepreneur and thought, well, he was wearing a shirt and tie, he must be taken seriously. Instead, if I was just me, I would have been more memorable, I would have been more loose, I would have been more charismatic, I would have been more likable. Just be you, who cares? All these BS arbitrary standards that society tries to impose on us, it doesn't apply to us as entrepreneurs. So throw that terrible advice out, especially if you're being told by suits that you have to wear suits, they're just preaching to, the, to themselves. It's my good friend Nat Harward always says, everybody's advice to you is just their own autobiography. And it's so true. So always think about who you're getting advice from. Terrible advice number seven, just give value, the money will come. Just give value, the money will come. And I've noticed actually a few guests that I've had on recently, I've noticed how much they do not like the V word, they do not like value. And I do think that there are some truths to this terrible advice, giving value is a good thing. And typically giving value prefaces getting money. But this statement, give value and the money will come, is not necessarily true. And it's been one of the biggest lessons I've had to learn as I've matured as an entrepreneur because I'll tell you what, as I've matured as an entrepreneur, I realize if you wanna get that dough, you have to be selling. You can't merely be giving value, you gotta be pitching. You gotta be telling people, hey, here's my stuff, buy it. So that's terrible advice, number seven, give value and money will come. It won't unless you 
ask for the sale. You gotta be asking for that sale. Terrible advice number eight. Again, I'm throwing some shade at traditional education, especially at colleges. You have to beat your competition. You have to beat your competition. School, for some reason, is obsessed with competition. They treat it like a bad thing. They treat it like it's a zero-sum game. The reality is, in the business world, your competition, you should know them all personally. You should be on a friend basis with them. They've got intel, they've got experiences, they've got things that can shortcut your own success because they've been in your industry as well. They know things and just like you know things as well, you can help them out and a rising tide lifts all boats. It's, gosh, we live in the greatest time in human history. We are more connected than ever before. If you think that your business cannot succeed on a planet, with seven and a half billion people because your one competitor is crushing it, then you have no confidence in your own abilities. So you do not have to beat your competition. You should know your competition. You should leverage your competition. You should be friends with your competition. There's so many opportunities there. And quite frankly, I could give you a million examples of how my competition has helped me move forward in my businesses. So that was very bad advice. You have to beat your competition. Terrible advice number nine lower your prices, lower your prices. I hate this advice. And the reason is, is because your prices dictate your customers or your clientele. And I'm most specifically speaking right here with regards to service-based businesses. Oftentimes when you lower your prices, you're really building an unsustainable business that serves a clientele that you're really gonna have a tricky time serving. They're gonna be, we call them PETA clients in the service-based business, pain in the butt clients, PETA clients, P-I-T-A. You can fill in the A based on what I said. But yeah, don't necessarily lower your prices. Sometimes it makes sense, but I think when you typically hear that advice in your entrepreneurial journey, it comes from people who wouldn't have the confidence themselves to ask for that money themselves. It's because they are intimidated by that price. They would never picture themselves pitching that product or service for that price. Let them keep their limiting beliefs to themselves. You do what's best for you and your business and your customers and clients. And finally, terrible advice number 10, say yes to everything. This is a surefire way to get distracted. This is a surefire way to lose focus on the things that you should be doing. Instead, be very clear, and I'm a huge fan of writing this down. What are the actions that you must do to accomplish the outcomes that you desire. And then unless something enhances or has to do with those actions, don't just go around saying yes to everything. Otherwise, you're gonna sign up for every single conference, every single seminar, every single workshop, every single online webinar, every single BS thing that comes your way. Don't say yes to everything. I mean that so deeply. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, this was just free flowing for me. I had these 10 things written down, but otherwise, these are definitely the things that took me some time to learn. So if you're sitting there thinking, Brian, I've heard this bad advice before and I've fallen victim to it, it's all good. We all have. And that's why I really wanted to make this a Featured Friday episode here on the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Hopefully, it was a lighthearted and fun way for you to tune in this Friday. I'm excited for next week. I'm doing a little bit of travel right now. When you're listening to this episode, I am flying. It's it's a weird time, isn't it? I almost feel like you can't even say when you're traveling or anything. I feel like I've cut down my own personal life stories throughout the past 12 months just because for some people it's a little bit taboo regardless of what precautions you're taking. But I am traveling right now. 
visiting Boston, Massachusetts to celebrate my mom's birthday. So I'm on the road right now, but the cool thing is, no matter where I am in the world, you will always get new episodes of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tune in wherever it is that you tune into podcasts. That's it from me this week. I'll see you next week here on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.